If you have a comedic mind, you can find some material somewhere and then you just have to try it on stage. Don't take the lazy route and watch Chappelle or somebody else and try to mimic. Don't mimic, do your own thing and uh, don't be afraid to fail. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Comedy Babble. I am your host, Trent Babb. This is the podcast where we discuss the do nots of stand-up comedy. How original. Thank you for saying that. Today's guest is Lito Iglesias. I love this guy. Done tons of shows with him. He is a fantastic comedian and just a sly, cool cat. Super funny too, but man, he just has a swagger about him and women love him. And I just wanted to bring him onto the show to share some of his insights into the do nots of stand-up comedy. And with that said, let's get started with Lito Iglesias here on Comedy Babble. Well, welcome to another episode of Comedy Babble. I'm your host, Trent Babb, and with me, a special yeah. guest, Lito Iglesias. Lito, Lito Iglesias. Man. Now, please, Lito, yes. tell us, why should our listeners listen to you? What's your experience? Ah, oh, man, you should listen to me because I've fucking been there and I've fucking done it for a handful of years now. So that makes me a fucking expert by today's. <laughs> standards well i just wanted you on this because man you got confidence and confidence is hard to come by so yes, i i hope you uh bestow some of your knowledge onto us as we talk about our two big irks in the comedy mm. scene the whole point of comedy babble right yes so we're gonna start with me because i'm the host and i'm uh <laughs> i'm selfish do it so what i want to talk about today really simple don't dress funny <laughs> right what's up with these people dressing funny and then and they get stuck in these jokes about what they wear i know a guy who <laughs> showed up to every show dressed the same yeah. for one opening joke for one joke you know you just see people with the rainbow suspenders like the robin williams in yeah, the 70s gallagher we we're talking about gallagher man it worked for them man but yeah nah leave it leave it alone so have you seen anybody dress funny and you're like that's yeah. stupid yeah you know what there's a very funny comedian i'm not gonna name him his his bit works but he, it's not really more so he he wears a hat and he has to keep his hair a certain way okay. and it's a very horrible hairstyle but it, when he when he removes his hat it's like the it's like a killer punchline when he does it. He works it in so good. He kind of has like the George Jefferson hair, you know. Uh. He has nothing on top, and he has a lot on the sides in the back, and he keeps it in that shitty hairstyle just for comedic purposes. But it it it, it does work. It does work. But his clothing is, you know, he doesn't dress funny. So I brought up a guy wearing a shirt and pants. You're like, dude, I know a guy who <laughs> changed his hairstyle just for, for that. one joke, and it's a bad style <laughs> it's a horrible style bro but for can, one joke he cannot oh. cut it though because that's probably his best joke does it and, is it his closer it's his big <laughs> it's his big it is it oh is. i see i knew it, it is you know it you know the game so you gotta <laughs> listen to trent Babb. you gotta listen to him man. he knows what you're talking about it's his big one because oh. it's because it's like the haircut is so shitty that when you see it you have to be like god damn like it's gonna get a reaction like oh look at that and you you're gonna probably chuckle a little bit or you'll just be just flabbergasted by it. I mean, there's exceptions to the rules, yeah. you know, that I'm saying, you know, and the exception mm. is uh, if it really is part of your act yes. and dedica you're dedicated to it, this guy that you're talking about cut mm -hmm. his hair a certain way just for his closing joke. Just for his closing joke. And where I 
spot hack, you know, <laughs> is when it's at the very beginning. Yeah. And they don't mention it ever again. Yeah. I don't know. Your guy bringing that up, it's extreme, but talk yeah. about dedication. Extreme dedication. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's a lot of people you Man, now that you brought this topic up, the more I think about it, there's a lot of comedians that are like stuck on either a style or they have to stay a certain way, a certain uh, a weight. You know, like you know, fat comedians have to be fat. There's so much There's so much uh, uh, material with <laughs> make that know. a double cheeseburger. I got a career to think about. Yeah, like fat comedians, I feel like there's a lot of comedians that if they lost weight. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have shit to say. Yeah, they wouldn't have <laughs> nothing to talk about. So so dressing funny, another exception in my mind. Right. You know, there's the obvious goofiness, but then there's mm -hmm. like really nicely dressed. I think that's great. You know, dress up. It makes mm -hmm. people feel like, oh, it's a show. This guy's legit. Say so a Steve Harvey fan. But it could, yeah. Suits, suits for every occasion. Hey, the price is right, buddy. <laughs> It's family feud, buddy. <laughs> funny doesn't include nice and clean cut, mm -hmm. in my opinion, mm -hmm. you know? I, you got a good look right now, man. Very American Eagle-ish. Uh, it's a very mall. I can tell this is a mall outfit. <laughs> you kind of got that mannequin look right now. I, you, I saw it in the window it. and I said, <laughs> how much? I'm telling you, you got the tan with, the, with it just meshing with the burgundy underneath and the nice shoes. And Man, you, you're doing it, man. I know. I'm yeah. dressing like I'm not married. <laughs> you're out here. <laughs> it's because you came to another town and I know. You're like, hey, baby, you have to put on your yeah. <laughs> your Fridays, <laughs> your Friday Bakersfield outfit. So, I mean, do you have any other stories? Like you saw someone dressed funny? Yeah, man. There's a lot of those guys. There's big guys. There's a guy down in L.A. He dresses up. Um, he actually has a pull-off, pull-away uh, suit. Ooh. And he, he sticks to this bit. He's been doing it years. And he pulls it off, and he has like a Superman outfit. He's like a... What a big reveal. Oh, man. Big reveal. He speaks like he's, uh, you know, like he's special, you know. Like he's uh like he like he's special ed. He has a little spinning hat, and oh he has a God. Superman cape. Yeah, I forgot his name. He's a fat older white guy, but he's he's always in L.A. performing, and uh, he sticks to that bit. And then we got a guy in town that you know, there's a guy in town that has to have that blazer on because he's pulling something out that pocket. You know who <laughs> I'm talking about? <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's some there's some signature guys. Yeah, they have the the hat. Okay. So you're talking about dressing, trying to be funny. You're not talking about signature outfits. Like, no, not signature outfits. That's a very good point you're bringing up. You know, I'm not I'm not being specific. Let's draw the line. Dressing funny. That's what I'm at right now. Not not a signature thing where it's part of the act. You mean I guess just a silly, just you know, the yeah, guys that show up in the Hawaiian rainbow. shirts or or Ooh. they got a fanny pack on yeah. for some weird reason. <laughs> the Hawaiian shirts. And they never address it. Or there's a whole genre of comedians. There's a whole there's a whole, there's a whole some, group of comedians with those Hawaiian shirts, yeah. The craziest thing I've ever seen wow. with someone's wardrobe is uh, I was in San Luis Obispo at an open mic, and right. a guy gets on stage, and he's just like, oh, guys, I'm just so tense right now. Just let me release some stress. And he puts his hands in his pocket, and then it starts <laughs> peeing. His tan pants start turning all wet oh, and stuff like that. What the fuck? Does it at <laughs> the beginning <laughs> of his set. And then he's just like, ugh. I feel better. <laughs> and why do you follow that? And that was it. He's like, so I was at the store the other day. It's like, oh, what? what the fuck? <laughs> you got piss pants the entire time, bro. I can't listen to your dirty jokes was when it, your pants are dirty. So is it genuine part of his act? Is, genuine, is it genuine piss or is it just that's a bit? That I'm just saying it was an open mic yeah. and we have open micers listening to this podcast. And right. so if they're thinking of 
putting a tube of water in their pants and acting like they're <laughs> pissing themselves, don't do it. Amen. It takes away valuable time. You can tell actual material, and that's what people want. They don't want to yeah. stick. They're, you trying, know? they're trying to be in Vegas one day, man. Well, today's comedy is so authentic. Yeah. What audience want, they want you. And mm -hmm. when they get a, a stench of uh, this is pre-written material, they yeah. turn on you. Oh man, I'm telling and you. And that's something I very much deal with. Yeah. You know, it, sometimes a joke can be too tight. They just want to believe yeah. that you're coming up with this on the spot. And so when you're dressed up, <laughs> you go on stage and you look all funny and you say something, it's just like, ah, he thought I'm of that before. You, hey, you just gave away free gold right now. That's free game. <laughs> Tell them. They do when they think it's like authentic on the spot. That's why crowd work works so well. Exactly. Crowd it's weird. Media. More than ever, it feels like crowd work goes oh, over. Oh man, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get minds up even more. I feel like I got okay crowd work, but if we could get better at that, dude, that that's killing. You know, it's a good way to not do crowd work. Wear yeah. a funny shirt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, fantastic. So we're done with with, with my idea and mm -hmm. uh, Lido, dude. I'm so excited for what. We're going to talk about with you because you told me a little bit. I'm like, hey, what are you going to do? You're like, I'm going to do this. I'm like, ooh. So, yeah. Lito, what is yes, your sir. big irk in the comedy scene? You want young comics to avoid. You know what? Young comedians, please, um, if you're not funny, if you don't believe in your own material, just keep working your own material. Just, you know, because I see a lot of young comedians and they're just too influenced and they just try to go up there doing other people's bits taking material like legit yeah just word for word man just stealing jokes stealing routines like you're gonna get spotted out it's not you know some people made it kind of far but they eventually get aired out and you don't want to be that guy out here stealing jokes it, it bothers the hell out of me i'm like a i'm like a mini joe rogan when it comes to it you know he don't play that shit he <laughs> i'm ready to mencia somebody i'm ready to run up on stage that's how that's how pissed i get with it now like i hate <laughs> joke thievery um as you should and I mean, yeah, it's just come on, man. And some sometimes these younger generations, they they see something and they think no one's heard that joke, and it's like, hey, come on, man. I'm not talking about a premise being similar. I'm not talking about you know. I'm talking about straight up stealing. And 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 if you're not authentic, funny with what you can write, or if you're having trouble, there's ways you can come up with material, man. You just have to uh, pick up a newspaper, look at you know, go on Yahoo. You gotta do some groundwork, man. I get material from everyday life situations. I get material. I do go look at the news, some headlines, get on the website. You'll find something. If you have a comedic mind, you can find some material somewhere, and then you just have to try it on stage. Don't take the lazy route and watch Chappelle or somebody else and try to mimic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't mimic. Do your own thing. Work your own material. That's what open mics are for. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to fail. That's what. Don't be, don't be afraid to fail. I take failure really hard. You know, I bombed a few times when I bombed, bro. It's it's you makes know. you try harder. Oh, it makes you That's try harder. That's the whole harder. point of it. Yeah, you yeah. Get better. I'm telling you, because you'll bomb hard one night, and then the very next week or the very next night, you can kill, mm -hmm. kill, have your best night. But would you have killed if you didn't bomb? Mm. That's the real what if. That's the real what if. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's what's a trip to me? Um, mm -hmm. Is I've recorded quite a few episodes, yes, and you're bringing up the number one rule. You know, don't yeah. steal. That's the number one rule. Dude, so a guy straight up did uh, Jerry Seinfeld's biggest joke ever. It's like, ah, oh, you know, I read this thing where the number one fear is uh, public speaking. Oh. And the number two is death. Get death <laughs> is number two? You're telling me 
You'd rather be in the casket than telling the eulogy. I'll t- that's a that's a Jerry Seinfeld very famous joke. Get I heard a, I heard a guy tell it on stage, and I said, "Hey, dude, that's a Jerry Seinfeld joke, man. Don't uh-huh. do that." And he said, "Well, maybe Jerry stole it from me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, bro. I I, I uh, <laughs> stepped over my boundary. Right? I'm telling you, man. I mean, Lord, they don't think no one else knows this comedy oh, stuff. Like they don't think people are watching, been watching comedy for years. More to me, that strikes me as. They weren't genuine fans of comedy before they got in it. And then they discovered a Jerry Seinfeld joke later in life and think, oh, I'm going to say this. Like, we haven't been watching comedy our whole life. Come on, man. I've been watching this shit since I was a kid, man. My mom <laughs> my mom, my mom, worked two jobs just to afford HBO. And I seen Chris, and Chris Rock was the first special I seen way back in the mid-90s. Bigger yeah. and blacker? Yep, I think it was the first one. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. When I was a when I was a young mustache. When I was a young lad. <laughs> you had a mustache at, <laughs> at five years old. Oh man, Hispanic man. That'd be you funny, know? man. That's a funny image. A kid one. with a mustache. I'm telling you. Look like I a member of the Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> but we were the only people in my whole area that had uh, HBO, and you know, so people would always come over trying to watch boxing or watch comedy. But yeah, you gotta put in the work and put in your own work. Like in the end of uh, Training Day, where Denzel, you know, he's trying to get someone to shoot, you know, the white guy, and they're like, "No, nah, uh, you gotta put your own work around here. Put in your own work. Don't steal." So, are there any uh, exceptions to this rule? Don't steal material. It, it's <laughs> tough, man. You gotta think and, about it. You know what? It's just like a um, school assignment, man. If you're gonna say somebody's stuff, you know, you gotta cite them, cite the source, or use it, use yeah. it as a segue. You know, that guy could easily been like, it's just like Seinfeld said, you know, the greatest fear, blah, blah, blah. Like if you cite them and then use it to like propel your own joke or like to get on a topic or something, you know, hey, you know, more power to you. As long as you give props to to the creator, you know, I'm going to cite them out. That's a great exception. I've I've seen that where uh, comedians go up there and they say like, hey, that's so, this is uh, so not so joke, but yeah. Here we go. And, they just go into it, and then they say it again at the end, and it's just like it makes it okay. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, it's see, see, that's an exception that we're talking about. Like okay, that's all yeah. right. He's admitting it's not his. And I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right here because we're talking about young comedians. I I done it. I did it once, one time. I stole someone's joke, and afterwards I felt like shit. Ouch. I felt like shit. I did it because I had a joke. That was really good. It was about the same topic. And one day, I think I was just in the flow of things, and then I just shot it out there. You know what I mean? And I just, I knew when I heard that joke, I was like, damn, that's a good-ass joke. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to steal it. But I remember I remember saying, damn, that's a good-ass joke. That works so well with my topic. And subconsciously, I don't know, I came out. I was killing one night. I was doing good. I was on a roll. And I just got greedy. You know, yeah. I wanted another piece. I wanted, I wanted to, <laughs> I, and I said it. And after I said it, here, take this note, y'all. Don't steal because this can happen to you. So I felt like shit afterwards because I'm a, I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? I'm not that guy. And when I see this comedian again, I'll probably, you know, if we're talking, I'll be like, hey man, I, I did your joke one day and, you know, maybe that'll help you. You know, mm-hmm. I swear it was one time I <laughs> felt like shit, but here's what happened. This was really why you shouldn't do it, y'all. Somebody seen it. In the crowd, right? See me doing it. And they thought it was they thought it was my joke now. Because when you steal, it's like, oh, people will think, oh, that's your joke. Whoever hears it first. So, uh, yeah, it was another comedian, right? And she loved that joke. She was like, oh, that's so funny. Huh? So we go do a show. And who's there? The creator of this joke. Yeah. And that's like one of his go-tos, like one of his big jokes. So he does his joke. 
at the show and she's over here like hey you did your joke and i was like i'm just sitting there quiet like you know in my mind i'm like shut up bitch that's not my job you know what i mean you didn't didn't tell her you didn't fess up you're like i know right i was like that's crazy (laughs) yeah exactly i'm like that's crazy fess up in that moment but looking back you feel bad oh hell man dude i feel bad right immediately when i got off stage because i'm not a thief at all and i've never i've never want to be labeled a thief but i'm just gonna keep it real like Every comedian has probably at some point said something about someone else's. It's just, are you going to just use it as a learning experience to cut the shit out? Or are you going to be a real thief and just make a living off the shit and go go about your life just stealing jokes? That's awful. So It's all reputation, too. Yeah. If you are labeled a thief, mm-hmm. that doesn't go away. No, I'm telling you. And so I had to address a joke thief because I'm that guy. Like, if I hear you using my shit, I will hit you up. And I've addressed a few people. Hit you and up like an uppercut? Like an uppercut. Finish him. Hit him up. Up. Hit him up like Tupac style. Hit him up. Not like the girl who, not hit him up style like the girl, but the Tupac song, hit him up. Yeah, no. Yeah, because, you know, it's not cool. This is our livelihood. A lot of my material is about my life and stuff, so, you know. That's why you write material about your life. It's harder to steal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if you're talking around other people that you think might steal you always say like hey oh yeah that's my joke i'm writing i'm working on that or like hey man you don't have two daughters i have two daughters why you have a two daughter joke yeah (laughs) i'm joking that's the extreme (laughs) yeah man yo dude can i have that (laughs) trust me it's not worth it you don't want to get labeled that you're gonna feel like shit you'll get called out and then once you get called that you know it's hard to bounce back from you can cheat on your baby's mama, but don't steal people's jokes. <laughs> yeah, cheat on your baby's mama all day, but don't cheat yeah, on I'm the I'm not telling you how to date. I'm telling you how to joke. <laughs> um, I felt like that was a conclusion to our topic. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Lito Iglesias, where can uh, my listeners follow you? All the listeners out there, check me out. I'm on Instagram, Lito be standing up okay or you can put in my name Lito Iglesias L-I-T-O last name Iglesias I-G-L-E-S-I-A-S Lito B standing no G on the end I got a GED y'all so you know work with me my spelling's a little standing up Lito B standing up <laughs> thanks for having me man. dude you're awesome Lito thank you very much brother always man And that's the end of our episode. Thank you so much to Lito Iglesias for sharing the number one rule of stand-up comedy. It only took seven episodes to get to it, and that's weird to say, but it did. Maybe it was just too obvious to go into it right away. So I'm glad we waited for Lito to share the number one rule of stand-up comedy. Do not steal jokes. Don't do it, people. Very bad. Very, 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 very bad. You see, stand-up is all about reputation with your fellow comics. So if you steal, that spoils your reputation, and that's everything in this game. Listen to past episodes on Spotify, YouTube, or my website, TrentBabComedy.com. I was your host, Trent Bab. You have yourself a wonderful non-stealing day.